0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Threepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void were prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com.
1: right, ladies and gentlemen. we We're not sure about the the current traffic situation in la but it's 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 8:35. the takes aren't going to be uh we, we don't want the takes to get cold so we got dave to fill in for now hopefully we're getting uh, flipping a little bit here uh but we are starting off the show and uh we are not celebrating a division title yet because the magic number still remains at one but we will discuss uh if that actually changes this week and much much more on the Fast paced show, Viking Hot Takes. What's your
2: take? Let's go a Viking on Viking Hot Takes. A now the flipping joy is that I hear. Hold on. <laughs> and he's not loaded in the image. Go figure.
1: He's here, I promise.
2: He's in the green room. He's stuck in the green room.
0: There he is. There we are. Y'all just got to think. Was I really late, or did Dave just want to answer these questions himself? (laughs) We will never know.
2: I didn't do the research on him. All I did was you copy and paste.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, welcome to the fast-moving Minnesota Vikings talk show, Viking Hot Takes. I'm here I am very unprepared from this show coming straight from the office on the left coast. I kind of remind myself of the Minnesota Vikings last Sunday, but (laughs) we got a show to do. I'm going to lean heavily on Eric. Eric, you ready?
1: Of course. I I have no one within five yards of me, or probably ten yards of me. So I feel like I'm right in the middle of the Vikings defense. So like I'm wide open. Let's keep throwing. Let's keep throwing. Let's be in like opposing offenses and just keep firing it down the middle.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, we got the fans of the answers in the comments. So we're gonna ask the first question. Dave's gonna put the countdown on the clock. And we'll start with four games left, Eric. So I mean, it, it's a continual thing right now. Who do you blame? I blame blank for the bad 2022 defense. Who are you putting oh, in that
1: blank? Yeah, where do you start? I mean, first of all, it's bad. There, there, it is unequivocally bad, especially over the last five games when you're allowing over 2,000 yards in five games. That is very bad, uh, especially to some of the, the offenses that were – you know, again, like last week against Detroit – sure if that's a one game blip yeah hey they got the best year they've been on they've been kind of the hot team but when you're making Mac Jones look amazing and he can barely move the ball against the Cardinals on Monday night you're making uh Mike White look like an all-star except in the red zone like it's a huge problem again so I mean I'm not one of these fans that like think okay all they need to do is fire the defensive coordinator that'll solve all the problems but you have to start with defensive coordinator Ed Donatel he was brought in and it was his job he was going to introduce the three four defense he was going to make a lot of uh adjustments and get get the most out of his players and mm-hmm. it's i i don't mind the philosophy because i re, you know again i don't think it's all Dante because we're i'll cover it in a little bit here but like I, there there's a lot of players to, to to blame as well but it's just it just seems like it's um it's the oh here's the defense we're going to try it out we're going to have a cover two shell we're going to play soft off of you and we're going to give you we're just going to it's death by a thousand paper cuts we're just going to let you complete passes mm-hmm. over the, over the middle of the field third and seven here you go here's eight here you know third and three you can go wherever you want in the field because it you know everything's a kind of a soft cushion and again a lot of people are kind of up in arms over the ed donatel ed, I, I think we're reading a little bit too much into his comments He's like all we got to do is have tighter pressure and, and we're good I, he realizes that his defense that he's in charge of is bad. that being said like it yeah. really has to um, like it has to improve otherwise the Vikings again it has to be an abject disaster if they don't make the playoffs they're probably going to make the playoffs I'm, we're pretty sure but if if they mm-hmm. want to do anything they have to they start there but again it's not like a lot of his players are are, are really balling out either again like you, you look at Daniil Hunter it's like he he still his PFF grade is high. He's still getting a lot of pressure, but it really doesn't matter with him and Zadarius Smith if they're getting pressure quickly. It's it's it it's all moot because the opposing quarterbacks can hit quick slants or wherever <laughs> they can basically throw wherever they want on the field right away. So even if you're getting pressure within a second or two, that the ball's already out of there. So I think the coverage is is a really big problem, and it's players mm-hmm. like that are taking a step back, like the eric kendricks i don't think he's not really playing like an all pro this year like i'm i still think he's very valuable the guy playing next to him has been really but rad in coverage uh jordan hicks i you know that's i've mm-hmm. i've been calling for a little more awesome just to to switch it up but yeah switch like it it, it's it, it starts at the top it's it's a whole it's if it was just one thing that would be great like if they had to just switch up the play calling or switch up the scheme they're 13 games in they can't like Uh, Kevin O'Connell basically alluded to it. It's like they can't overhaul the defense and do something completely different going down the stretch. They're going to have to make the incremental improvements or it's going to be a very quick exit in the postseason.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I I think my issue with this and a lot of fans are are shedding. There is some blame going around. Even Mike Zimmer is getting some blame in the comments on the draft class. No, but my issue with Donatel is – I don't think you put a different defensive coordinator in and see any type of improvement. They just don't right. have the tools. They have none of their cornerbacks that they, none of their defensive secondary that they drafted. have, or They're all injured, so you're getting nothing there. Eric Kendricks is not a, a, a great pass rusher, and neither is Jordan Hicks. So I don't think this idea that we need to generate more pressure, send extra rushers, is of actually going to, you know, be a fix. Like, sure, it will give a different look, but a fix, not really. So for me, I'm putting Deniel Hunter in this blank. I blame Deniel Hunter wow. for this bad 2022 defense. He is not the same person. You said it about Eric Hendricks, but it's true for Daniil Hunter as well. His pressure numbers, eh, they're okay. It's nothing like His 2019, where he had 97 pressures. I mean, his sack numbers, again, eh, I think if we legitimately had two pass rushers that offenses had to worry about, the the defensive secondary, you know, get Harrison Smith back, and you could actually cobble together something that looks like a competent defense. Not all the time, but certainly not look this bad five games in a row. And I've seen just no... He, Daniel Hunter is a good player, but he's not a playmaker in this season.
1: Okay. I'm going to Nobody cares gonna, about what? PFF grades, David. No, we're not you know we're talking about PFF grades. We're talking <laughs> about pressure. And I, yes. I'm. Let, let's just go to my pressure, first question because attacks, I think I, I. scare the quarterback into making some bad decisions,
0: and we well, don't do that.
1: It's, it's hard to scare the quarterback in a second and a half. That's all I'll say. I'll, let, let's go to my first question because I think it transitions well. I think we can continue yeah. the discussion. Mine's about the defense as well. Is this defense salvageable at this point in the season?
0: Yeah, you know, some people blame Kwesi for the bad draft class, and I don't think it is salvageable. I think we knew that the defensive secondary was going to be a weakness. We knew it's been a weakness for 18 months at this point. And we went into the draft, Andrew Booth Jr., a Caleb Evans, all not available. This past game, Harrison Smith also out. So, sure, you know, you, you project to get Harrison Smith back, but it's, it's going to be fun. All the games up to the Lions game, it, the, the bad pass defense made them fun. You know, they were close. They were high scoring. They came right down the end. This Detroit game is the first one that was not fun. So I can't promise you that the defense will be good, but hopefully these last four games are fun.
1: Yep. I, I think we're gonna get fun. It's heart attacks are fun, I guess. Like it's it's entertaining. Like if you were a neutral fan and watching Vikings games this year, that's a like they're a blast every single week. I get that in that respect. But look, okay, yeah. we're not we're not asking this Mike this year's Vikings defense to look like the Forty Nineers defense is playing in the background here and mm. and shutting out everyone in sight. Like I just want them to be looking like they're playing the same sport. Because right now it looks like, if you look at the Vikings defense and look at the 49ers defense, it literally looks like they're they're not even playing the same sport right now. I think the only mm. way that this defense is salvageable is if it becomes a lot more unpredictable. If you just look, <laughs> at the, like, look at the microcosm of the third quarters this season for the Vikings, I think they've been, by and large, pretty much an abject disaster because opponents go, okay, here's what the Vikings defense is showing us. Here's what their game plan is. They've made a couple adjustments before the game. Here's how we're going to attack it, and the Vikings' yeah. defense comes out the exact same way, and they just pick them apart. Of course, that's oversimplifying. Of course, that there's a lot of factors that go into that, and in like, but let's. This- one of the staples of of the aforementioned Mike Zimmer, those dominant defenses of the, of the late 2010s is that you rarely knew where the pressure was coming from. And the defense Mm -hmm. was usually disguised pretty well pre-snap, the coverage, they they rotated around and you're just not getting much of that. And again, Harrison Smith is not the the best safety in the league like he was for several years. However, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he can still, you know, change his depth. How many times have we seen this season where Smith is, you know, rushing up or rushing back from the line of scrimmage, uh, uh before the snap i i can right. maybe count that for, he used to, yeah yeah he used to do that six seven times a game and and confuse them I, I think the vikings again they're they are limited with what they have no one's going to expect them to be a top five defense we had dreams of it before the season obviously that didn't uh materialize at all but, but the players they have they're going to get a couple of those injured players back i think that's going to make a bit of a difference but they have to be less predictable because it's if mm-hmm. i don't care who you are like we gotta quit making quarterbacks like Jared Goff look like Joe Montana because they know what what they're expecting pre snap it it unfolds and boom they can they can hit their first or second read every single time. That's where it has to change for for me because again that they they aren't going to be the uh, world beaters, but they have to be better and I think the way that be, that that starts is becoming more unpredictable
0: right, right. Let's go to the next question. I've got another. Another question here just with the last four games, Eric, what will Minnesota's finally final regular season record be?
1: Oh, it's a good one. Because I mean, like, I don't want to be the doomsday just because of the mo- you know the recency bias of with ten and you know, they're still ten and three. The worst they can go is ten and seven. The best they can go is fourteen and three. I think it's fair to say that you know, I'm I'm not gonna pretend pret- like all four games are very winnable, too, by the way. The Vikings will probably be favored. In at least three of them, maybe not all, if not all four, but I I won't pretend to know which ones they're gonna. You know, I won't go down like this one's a win, this one's a win, this. But but I think they're gonna finish two and two. So I I would say twelve and five, just because I don't think the defense is nearly good enough to run the table, and I don't think the offense is going to let this team just completely peter away, especially with a couple very winnable games at home. So, So if I had to if I had to pick, like um you know. I would think they take care of business these next two games. So that gets them to, to twelve and three. And then they probably do something dumb and they they lose to Lambeau because, you know, that's gonna be Green Bay Super Bowl, right? I had to get that back. Because the Packers every time the Vikings beat the Packers in the regular season, that's that's our Super Bowl. Well, the Packers are nothing to play for at Lambeau. They're gonna that's gonna be their Super Bowl. And I just figure by week eighteen it's going to be decided. Unfortunately, I think the Vikings wow. are probably going to be, be locked into the, the the three seed, the way that the 49ers are playing. And just because they lose the conference tiebreaker with the 49ers. You, said, I, you I, said
0: two seed earlier this year.
1: I did say the two seed. That's because I didn't think the 49ers were going to turn into the defensive juggernaut and, and you know finish with four losses. I thought five losses would give 30, them the second seed. Birdie Ball, but, yeah. Yep. Yeah but I think it might be decided either before kickoff in Chicago or like maybe halfway through. It's like, okay, the 49ers taking care of business. Let's rest the starter second half. And then they just kind of give away that Chicago game. That's how I kind of hope it plays. out. Like obviously I want them to get the second seed. I want them to get the first seed. That ship has probably sailed a long time ago, but I think they, they split them. They go two and two. They finish with the second or third seed and uh, we'll, we'll see how they, where they go from there. What do you got?
0: Yeah, GMAC is saying 10 and 7 is in the could be in the cards. Of course it's in I the cards. Think, it, nothing is off the table this year. Everything all, is in play. All, anything from four, 14 and 3 sounds a little too high. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. But they should win all four games. Uh, I want to say 13 and 4. I think where I'm at is 2 and 2 is not good enough. Losing 3 out of your last 5 to end the year. Is, and, and being a three seed, that that's tough. And you know, I, I'm at the point where if we're gonna go twelve and twelve and five, then we might as well just freaking go ten and seven and get some draft position.
1: Let's go. Oh, to well, that, no, okay, all right. That's, that's, <laughs> let's mean, not get all doomsday. If they lose on Saturday, we'll be able to be North, North, North. we still get the NFC North. We still
0: get them the NFC North crown, and we'll see what other questions we have to ask.
1: Again, if you would have told us before the season that twelve and five and the number three seed, we all would have jumped at it. So again, yeah, but yeah. it's adjusted expectations. Okay,
0: all right. Well, I'm, not, I'm not upset. I'm not upset yeah. about ten and seven, but okay. it's preferable to twelve and five.
1: Right. Okay. And this is my uh, again, my first two have have complimented your first two. Um, would you bet over or under zero <laughs> point five playoff wins for this Vikings team?
0: yeah so if we think we're a two seed or a three seed we basically it'd be very hard to be a four seed uh with the buccaneers just having so i think it's
1: losses. possible right now yeah i don't yeah right i don't think so right
0: that. um you know i think there's there is a you want to you want to rep you want to rank the nfc teams right now i think it's purely about matchups i think what i like about Uh, And yes, Warren, we hear you. We need to switch back to a 4-3 defense. Keep on preaching the good word. You're preaching to the choir right
1: now. Quit dropping Hunter into coverage. Then he'll get more pressure. Yes, I I guess, (laughs) yes.
0: DJ Wanham into coverage. Um, We're going to learn. We're going to learn about the Giants if they make it. We could face off of the Detroit Lions, which I'm not scared about. We could face the Washington Commanders again. So. I think when you look at the actual teams we're going to play, I'm going to still take the un- the over, regardless of which seed they end up with.
1: I, I hear you. That's kind of how I broke it down, too. Because there are three teams that I am absolutely petrified to play against right now in the NFC. And that would be the... Philadelphia Eagles, who have already whooped up on the Vikings mm-hmm. earlier in the season, but they aren't slowing down. The Dallas Cowboys, who have already whooped up on the Vikings and uh, don't seem to be slowing down that much. Although, the, yikes, that Houston game. Boy, they barely pulled that one out. Yeah. But again, they're, they're still obviously a tough matchup for the Vikings. And the aforementioned 49ers, who are steamrolling everyone right now. And I think just an awful matchup for the Vikings. I do not know how they would stop that defense, especially the, that front seven. So, But those three teams are more than likely not going to be the first round opponent for the Vikings. That's it's right. The Eagles are going to be the first seed. The 49ers are going to be the second or third seed and the Cowboys are going to be the fifth seed. And the, right. again, like we already covered the Vikings almost can't be the fourth. So again, like all those other teams, even if the giants beat the Vikings ne- over on Christmas Eve, that's really hard to go to the same place twice in just a few weeks and beat the same team. That's, that's going to be tough. Right. Uh, the Vikings have already t- taken care of the commanders at home and the lions yes that's a tough matchup as they proved last week but i'd still like the vikings chances so i'll say the over but uh if you had to if you told me to you know if was it one and a half i'd say under 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 because i think the next round opponent is is going to be a very tough matchup for the vikings
0: well that and that's what i'm saying the seeding doesn't matter because if we do win that first playoff game as long as we're not the 4 seed then we might as well just be the three seed with a 10 and seven record. Well, and if we, if we lose that game, we get the draft pick.
1: Yeah. But wouldn't you rather face the 49ers at home? If you had the chance instead of going into, into Santa Clara, that's the thing. Like if, 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 the I, if Vikings, I have get to the go season. to
0: Dallas or Philadelphia, either way after that,
1: well, see, Philly will probably if if Dallas wins, then they'll they'll go to Philly for being the lower seed. But yeah, I hate I Again. hate
0: this conversation. I hate it. <laughs> I hate that we're having it. We're supposed to have the two seed locked up by now.
1: I thought with so too. But
0: a nine a percent chance to get the one seed.
1: Hey, we got another half for the Seahawks. Maybe they come back and, and surprise us here. Maybe this will be. Yeah, you know, we'll have a lot better feeling in a few Did you, days. No, okay. but then
0: people are going to be like, "Oh, Seahawks can even beat the Vikings." There's a. <laughs> We just got to do it the hard way and win the playoff game. Picking the over, Eric. All right. Dalvin Cook will finish the season with blank rushing yards. How many rushing yards?
1: Okay. Well, he has 950 right now, and mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Almost nothing. He'll probably he'll break another thousand barring injury or something like that. The bigger concern for me is how poor the run blocking and the run game on the whole has been the last several weeks and cook himself. Like again, the run blocking has done him no favors lately, but Kush, cooks rushing yards over expected. Um, it started pretty well this season. He was, he had uh, a good start to the season and right now among qualifying running backs, he's um, I believe, in the bottom 10 of qualifying running backs of rushing yards over expected. And that's a next next gen stat. Basically it goes on a Mm -hmm. run by run basis of like how much he should have gained on a, on a play compared to, you know, breaking out Uh, in the last three weeks, he has been among the, the bottom three in the league. Like he has been, he had, I think he's at like a negative 11 or 12 uh, rushing yards, under expected for the season after having such a good start. But of course that's no coincidence that um, the last three games, Christian Derisaw has been out. I think the return mm-hmm. of Derisaw is going to be a huge help to the, to the, the run offense. And I think Cook will and the running game will get going better. That said, I, I like, I have concerns about the run game on the whole. Like I, I think Cook, I, again, I think we, we kind of agreed when he got that big extension, it was like, yay we like him back on the team he's a very good running back but also the whole running backs don't matter argument is kind of coming to fruition in this like paying him this much to be a a pretty good running back is tough so i think he averages i'll I'll say he gets another what four games left like 250 ish yards over those four games so right around 1200 yards that's i'll say what's
0: 950 divided by 13 can somebody do that math Uh, why are i i feel like all our runs are up the middle i feel like cook doesn't have the speed to get outside and the run game is just kind of a placeholder we just tell ourselves well we got to give cook the ball you know 15 to 20 times a game with no success with basically what 40 50 yards rushing average and nobody else has given the ball so I hope it's lower than 1200 because they need to mix up the running backs the same way they mix up the defense. They need to mix up the defense. Get me some explosiveness. Get me some sweeps, some toss plays, some off tackle runs instead of this run behind Ezra Cleveland and Ed Ingram crap that they've been doing.
1: (laughs) And they've been doing some toss plays, but it's, again, like it's, First
0: it's and it yeah, straight it's, back, uh, and then he's still yeah. going off guard.
1: Yep. Okay. Shoot it in the right. sun. Let's go I, the I, I, hear you. They like build the whole black box out. You know, build the whole airplane out of the black box. Build the entire thing. Just, just throw it to Jefferson and Thielen, and hopefully, maybe even Nurse Smith. Come and we back. Have All right. Speed in the running
0: back room. Ask
1: okay. It. Ask it. All right. I got to ask you the same question that I finished with last last week. When will the Vikings win the NFC North? I asked this last week we were convinced it was Sunday, and that was wrong so now we got two opportunities this week. Is it going to be Saturday, Sunday or are we still got to wait another, are we going to be, do I have to ask this question again next week
0: I you know I, I want it to be Saturday I would not mind if it were Sunday because then the pouty lions would again be pouty but I'll say Saturday I say, I'll say we beat the Colts. what do you think?
1: I think so too. I I haven't lost faith completely in this Colts team. Again, they're off a bye, but they're 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 limping in. They sh- the Vikings should should take care of business. We got right, it in. right there, like we six always do. Again. We never miss the buzzer
0: on Viking Hot Takes. That's six questions. That's twenty minutes. Fans in the comments, we had some good ones. G mac saying if they don't beat the Colts, then they're not going to win. Any of their remaining games, a lot of it, the the hate for Mike Zimmer is back in the comments, y'all. That's
1: how bad. Well, it's mixed. It's mixed gotten. with the Zimmer. No, they want Zimmer as the defensive coordinator. They want they want him to the, to fix the defense, just the defense, <laughs> though, not to be head coach, just to be the defense. I'm we sure have, he'd come back. We have
0: pleased to return back to the four three defense, and you know people are saying Cook is chopped. So here we go.
1: Here we go. Okay, Dave, come in and save us. Tell tell us what we got coming the rest of the week before uh, Saturday's (laughs) game.
2: Well, what we have the rest of the week is Saturday's game. And we will go live in the final two minutes with the final score. Our post-game show that happens during the game. When you hit that two-minute mark, Flip is a regular Absolutely. I wish Eric would call from the stadium on his phone. That would be awesome. (laughs) And uh, Jason and Matt also normally join me. We sometimes have guests. And uh, we have a good time. Hopefully, Saturday, we'll be yelling and screaming about our NFC North Division crown.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. Well, we enjoyed it. I'll let you all go to watch Thursday Night Football. I guess we're hoping that San Francisco loses huh I'll, maybe I'll turn that on.
1: I I tweeted that out at the beginning of the game I'm like Seahawks you're doomed you have all these Vikings fans rooting for you you know <laughs> but yes. 21
2: uh, to yeah. 3 in the second and
0: I I never got a video uh, of Greg Joseph missing that field goal in practice a couple weeks ago <laughs> Apparently I've got an Ed donatello press conference to watch, which is like, why would I ever watch that old man speak? Oh, that'll that'll
2: frustrate you to that, go in. <laughs> that I
0: need to watch it. So I'll watch it and um oh wow. Donnie closing us out, game changer 16. Y'all have a great night, great weekend, skull bikes.
1: Thank you so much, everyone. Skull. skull Vikings.